Greetings, heroes and force users of all ages, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. Here we... In our studio! If you're listening, we're all together. <laughs> oh my but gosh. For the first time since March, February of 2020. What if we actually weren't, and we just made this somehow look like this? Then we would be way better at technology than we actually you're are. right, and we're not. But as always, I'm Dino Nicandros, and I'm joined by Alyssa Simmons. Hi. And Daniel Dawson. <laughs> and today, we are talking the book of Boba Fett. These are the first two episodes. And the show was created by Robert Rodriguez and John Favreau, written by John Favreau. The first episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez. The second one was directed by Steph Green. Seth Green? Steph Green. Oh, Seth. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Good <laughs> that for would, him. That would be weird. <laughs> and by God, we're Star Wars fans. Hey! I don't know who you are or where you came from. I am Iron. Uh, I thought they smelled bad. It smells like a new corn here. Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Tantino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. We haven't done this, as I said, since this pandemic began. Mm -hmm. Since yeah. before then. Since it's before been the, before I think the maybe times. only our first like four or five episodes we recorded in person. Probably. Is that right? This is I awkward think. even looking at you. I keep looking at my screen. Mm -hmm. like, I know. That's where they normally are. But they're here. They're, but they're here. We were <laughs> we even had our headphones on. I was like, guys, we don't need we don't those. Need these. We don't need those. They're like, oh, yeah, we're right next to each other. We can I'm hear. hearing with my ears. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. happy new year to all of oh, you. Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy 12th day of Christmas. Aww. <sighs> happy life day. Happy life <laughs> <laughs> We still have never covered never Christmas covered. special. Not yet. We still can. There's still time. But no, there's no time. We have so many things no, that not are happening this year. Not this year. year. Well, oh, my God. Dan and I were talking earlier about what 2022 is going to look like for oh us. And we actually got anxiety because we're talking. There's no breaks. No. Ever. All of the Marvel stuff. It's going to be the biggest year in Marvel. I mean, I'm thrilled ever. about it. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, Star Wars sure. is making a triumphant return. Triumphant. With Obi-Wan and. Oh, my God. Is Ahsoka 2022 as well? I want, I want it to. I want to say yes, maybe end of 2022. Could you doesn't imagine? have a date yet. That's so many things. And then Game of Thrones prequel. Balls. Halo. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. I mean, that's 2023. That's 2023. That's, that's 2023. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like yeah. early 2023. Yes. Because sure. they've wrapped. They've wrapped season one. Oh, my God. Season one. And they spent how 500, well, $500 million. They have spent more <laughs> money than I can even fathom. I don't know. I can I fathom that much. back. They purchased... Yes. The rights to do it for, and then 
subsequently spent $500 million. Yeah, most expensive television Let's show to ever be made. Grace ever. the screen. Oh. But that's all right, because we're talking Boba Fett. Boba Fett. We today. are. This is... Hey! A- yeah, we need to, well, we need to well, start. Well, we have to address the hay. Well, yeah. <laughs> we have to address Daniel. Have a buddy. He's been screaming uh, that at us all uh, day. Ludwig Granson, who did the score for The Mandalorian, returns for the Book of Boba Fett. In, I don't know. I'm speaking for myself. It's like one of my favorite Star Wars themes. It's, it's already so, another iconic song. It's He writes stuff that feels like star wars but mm-hmm. so interesting there's no yes. other star like, there's wars nothing song like yes it. yeah and he's using that um that um hey well he's using the hey <laughs> and he's using that instrument again the one that he used a lot in the didgeridoo Mando. is it the didgeridoo or is there there's another one that well i know didgeridoo yeah that but there's another one that we talked about yeah it's another instrument which what what, what does it sound like like the baroque like, yeah. about kind of the baroque sounding music like no, medieval... I think it's a. I think it's an an instrument that originated in China. Can you can you can you can you sort of make? You're you're a you're an imita- imitator. <laughs> you're yeah. an imitator. Yeah, imitator. You want to hear the most annoying um... sound in the world? <laughs> 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 the Tuscan there was Raiders. a lot of that in episode two. Um, I'll think of it later. Okay, it's all right. I'll think of it. Or I'll no, but he, it. he he's like one his. Uh... His mentor Hans Zimmer, in oh, a lot yeah. of ways, of mm. making up instruments. Sure, we talked about this a little bit. We talked about it during our Dune episode. That yes. you know, Hans Zimmer is famous for just making up sounds. I mean, is this not like this show? Generally speaking, doesn't it feel kind of like it feels like? <laughs> It feels. You've seen you've seen the stroke in real life. There it is. If you're there watching this multicast, you have now seen it. So what it feels like to me is that like where George Lucas veered off from Dune, this show is kind of like picking up and like like leaning in. It it especially having just seen Dune recently. Yeah. The, oh yeah, it yes. was yeah, so many parts of it, especially episode two. Yeah. I was like, oh whoa, we're 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 watching like a Star Wars Dune yes. situation. Yes, yes, and I love it. Well, and we we talked when we were generally, covering. Generally, I liked it. Gen- generally, I liked it. Yes. Uh, during Mandalorian, we were talking about how different the music sound. I remember the first time hearing that theme, and this takes it just a step further. Like it, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like Star Wars, but then it circles back around to like, of course, this is in Star Wars, right? Right. And like Boba Fett had kind of a theme song in Empire Strikes Back, but it. It's it's really short and not as memorable. This sounds like Boba Fett, but also sounds like Temura Morrison. Yeah, like yeah, whatever whatever that means. It well, yeah, sounds it like of, Temura it, Morrison. It definitely like for sure has the flavor of his people. I think too. Well, and it just kind of and we'll talk about this as we dissect both episodes. I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it now. Right, damn now. it. Uh, but it really completely morphs the way you think about. Boba Fett as a villain. He's always mm-hmm. put in the bin of villains. Villain. But even just his music. Yeah. The first time you hear it, it's like there's something oddly heroic about it. There's yeah. something mm-hmm. kind of uh, there's definitely a uh, a pride. Yeah. Um a, a he- spirituality a heavy, to heaviness. It. Yeah, like a reverence. And a heaviness. Yeah. A heavy mm-hmm. like 
if, if fat, anything, he's fat, it, right? <laughs> morbidly obese. No, he, 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 dro- he dropped down for these. He did. He, he is looks, looking trim. He is a barrel. not that he looked bad before. Like no, but he's just like I buy it. Like no, the yeah. passage of time. Lean. He's a barrel. He's. And you know it actually works. Like because Mando is five years after this, right? You know he's. It makes sense. Passage of time, but five uh, years. well, yes, he's, right. Partially, partially after, and partially before, right? Yes, yes. But, but generally speaking, but uh, he's sixty-one years old. My God, is he really sixty-one? And also, he looks so good. He just there's no way. I mean, that back to tank is really working. <laughs> well, he's worked a lot of time. He's in there a lot. Um, which is an interesting convention. But mm-hmm. also, shout out to my short king. He's five foot seven. Yeah, he's my height. Is he really? Yeah, there's hope. You a can, new hope. You if can you will. be. There is hope. Five seven Aww. and powerful. You That's... heard it, especially <laughs> on screen. <laughs> Yeah. He's a scary five foot seven. He's guy. he's a Tom. He, well, and Tom Hardy is like five foot eight. Well, that's, oh shit, like, they're just compact, scary, yeah. scary. Men. I'm just too tall for movies. Yeah, TV. you'll never make it. You're too you're tall to right. do anything. I'm sorry to tell you this. That's unfortunate. Five seven's the new six five. <laughs> I think that the sound that, that I was um, thinking about before is just kind of like seventies synth. Oh sure, yep. sure, sure. Like it's the different um, sounds that the well, synthesizer. There's, there's so much happening sound. just. And it's important to pack this music because the music is very intentional mm-hmm. in in uh, in this show in particular because it has kind of the western you hear the yep. acoustic it's kind of a Spanish guitar yeah I I have believed Robert Rodriguez was playing it himself yeah maybe he was maybe he was I um, hope he was but you have he's a little busy so he probably that western influence mm-hmm. then you have the Maori influence yep. which is Tamara Morrison New Zealand his people. His people, then a, kind of a medieval, which is very much Jabba. Like J- Jabba yep, has yep. always had the Baroque medieval kind of sound to him. And then you have like the really Star Warsy orchestral stuff underneath. And it's just the coolest. It's so cool. Hey! And we have this revamped kind of like tropical version of the Cantina song. Yes. <laughs> oh, very, very, guys. Uh, the triumphant return. The Max Rebo bound. He's and they're here. down a few members. How. Let's, how did they survive? How did Max Rebo they survive? This, like, he must have left the sail barge when he was like, well, things are getting dicey. Let's get an entire show about them. Let's The t- Max Rebo band. <laughs> I want to see. And <laughs> Barry. Oh, I, I was did, so happy to see You should play like their, their booker. Like, yeah, you book yeah. them for all the Moss Espa yes. gigs. I would you love that. You are their agent. I would like that very much. You hear me? <laughs> oh my god, my friend Skylar Bible is in the show. Oh, That's so cool. Who who do they play? T- tell us. Tell us. Well, I mean, we'll get to it, but that he was that guy in the in the episode two that we were like, oh, oh he's the friend in the Tashi, Tashi station. station. In Tashi, Tashi station. station. We've seen it. We've seen where the power converters are made. Oh my god. Well power converters. <laughs> Very cool. But we'll get to that. But yes. So they're all over the place right now. Let's Whoa. start generally. Let's pray. General. <laughs> take your brother's hands. <laughs> take your hands. Don't touch me. Um, right. Don't touch me. Leave me alone. There's your reference. Oh, there it <gasps> he is. He did it. That was good. Good job. Good job. No, good. <laughs> so we, we talked, we've, we've previewed Boba Fett yes. previously, especially last previously year when, on Boba Fett. when there was a tease for the show at, yeah. the, at the end of Mandalorian. Oh, man. My nipples were so hard. But what... What were your general thoughts leading up to Boba Fett? What did you expect out of it? And what did you want out of it? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, so far, it feels like they're kind of delivering exactly what we wanted. I mean, like, 
like, I was just dumbfounded that, like, the minute that the show started was like, this is exactly what we wanted. I mean, I should say exactly what Patton Oswalt wanted. But this this article is going around that his filibuster from Parks and Recreation predicted this. He got that from a 1996. Oh. Yes. Like, Boba Fett crawling out of the Sarlacc pit has been a thing. If you don't know what we're talking about, on an episode of Parks and Rec, Patton Oswald is uh, filibustering this like town hall meeting <laughs> and reading his Star Wars. Is it just Star Wars? No, is it Star Wars. No. It's Star Wars. He creates a multiverse. It's, it's like yeah, yes. it's a full blown multiverse of like all these different the franchises. X-Men, the Avengers, <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. Oh. So he is just talking about this like fan fiction that he's. But he written. describes. Like to a T, exactly what John Favreau put into the show. Like, like he even says, like the 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 like I think. But who wrote the, that episode? Because Gauntlet Oswald Ma- uh, didn't write John that Favreau. episode. Well, at first he talks about like the twin, like the twin sons. You see the twin sons, uh-huh. and it pans down, and then <laughs> yes. literally it's the, exactly the, the armored that gauntlet shot. of Boba Fett reaches out of the maw of the Sarlacc. <laughs> Just like, yes. so good. just, oh man. I need to post it. Maybe maybe that'll be the picture that accompanies this post on Instagram when we share this. But there is this great cover from the graphic novel it's from of Boba Fett blasting out of the, out of the, so the Sarlacc cool. mouth yeah. with so his cool. flamethrower. Just so dope. Um, I love seeing more of like what the Sarlacc pet, Sarlacc pet, <laughs> the Sarlacc pet, like is like you know yes. we, I, the the our first like glimpse of a little like what it is like at um at galaxy's edge well yeah store. you got a, you got a lot of, a lot of background that these things so cool uh first introduced in return of the jedi but these things move around yeah and when they're small they like run right there's like a, there's a graphic novel of like han and uh lando calrissian running from a sarlacc very oh spooky. no and they've like got like that. legs, and then the, when they become adults, they plant themselves and just basically open their mouth and, and just things get ready fall for in. things. Oh, that is that's such how a... I want to go. But there's been a rage. Into a sarlacc. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, and digested I for a thousand. Like, when I get you older, you want to become just... a sarlacc. Yeah. Well, how horrifying is the sarlacc in my mouth? In, and I was reading up on it just yesterday on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Nerd. That... <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. Um. So the sarlacc. Uh, injects its victims with like a neurotoxin. Okay. Which, oh. Uh, oh, you can see them. that. Yeah, and it immobilizes them, and then it keeps the victim alive. Ew. For the duration of its feeding. Eesh. So you think that 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 do you think that the the stormtrooper in there? Yeah, you think you think this is alive. Well, I think he was dead, but oh, okay, he was alive probably for a while. Right. But you did see that that toxin or whatever it was like all like sizzling on his on his yes on his stuff very gross um but i was i mean thoroughly thrilled um uh you know they're again kind of like mandalorian it was like it definitely has a very john favreau feel where they're not they're they're taking their time they're i mean like the whole first episode like like I don't think anyone half of it was no for, speaking. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think anyone spoke until maybe, maybe 15, 20 minutes. 15, 20, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was telling Daniel earlier, uh, if I really wanted to go balls to the wall on a creative decision, I wouldn't have let Boba speak the entire episode or until like the end. <laughs> Yeah, but yes, yeah. it was it was quite the way. Well, for there it to... it's interesting that you say that. There are a lot of people who think that he should have never spoken. Yeah. 
Well, well, well they're they're all dead now. Missed they're not in charge, okay? Yeah, they're all dead. Uh, Alyssa, what did you want out of Boba Fett? What did you? Boba Fett. Um, I think pretty much the same thing as Daniel. I stop copying me. <laughs> oh, it's a form of flattery. Oh, that's nice. Um, I, I take think... it back. <laughs> you copy me. <laughs> um, I think that I was just excited to have another John Favreau, Dave Filoni project mm-hmm. yep. because I like stylistically just love what they do yeah so much and you I know i assume that like i actually wasn't even paying attention it's like it's dave filoni like he's one of the executive producers he is okay yeah, yeah that um, makes sense but yeah obviously after uh ramirez's la- yeah. uh, episode last season the of mando so sick i was thrilled that they gave him this show so cool and it just it yeah, stylistically, it's exactly the flavor that you like. It's that, like, you know, Star Wars spaghetti western. Yes. Um, <laughs> equipped with a full-blown train robbery scene, oh my God, which yes. we will talk more about. Oh but God. that was great. A I never sick scene. I, I feel like with, with um, Mando seasons one and two and now with this, like, there are things that happen where I'm like, I didn't know that I, like wanted something like that from right. star wars but now i Definitely now i you. do yeah because like that was freaking cool and I like it. yeah i, I love, love um it. i want some more of it <laughs> yes mm-hmm. um and uh yeah just stylistically and getting to see this you know these flashbacks of of boba it's a really cool it's a really cool device that they set yeah. up with the back to tank. Um, that I didn't see coming. And I and I love that structure. That that was like a cool surprise. Yeah, the, that's a cool way to do flashbacks and not in a yeah. way that like you're in the middle of an action sequence or or even in like a you know, in the middle of a regular scene and then mm-hmm. you're hopping back. Like it's a it's, little it's a little lost esque. Sure. But like yeah. um but still feels very unique and cool yeah, yeah totally. i like it and mm-hmm. i obviously love seeing seeing these these flashbacks of because you know it's dope for a character that is so beloved like boba fett is we we really know nothing about him you know nothing no. you know unless you unless you've um been a avid comic and yeah, an ex- novel if reader, you were along like, for the ride in the 90s in the expanded universe yeah, i then, sure wasn't but even then like Django fett wasn't if you were an expanded universe fan up until 2002 you didn't know who boba's dad was you didn't right, know, right he yeah, wasn't yeah. a clone at that point right that, that's a giant yeah retcon. right like it's yes um i mean even down to the actor jeremy bullock played boba and mm-hmm. empire Strike, strikes back and return of the jedi <laughs> um See ya. sorry so what were Thanks your what were your initial thoughts well, because Boba was considered one of the coolest characters, I thought it was interesting why that was. And it boils down to he just looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. That is the literal answer at the, the beginning. It's like Cool armor, cool ship. He has the most bells and whistles out of all the toys. Like, one, like, like one of the most famous lines from Star Wars is Vader looking to him and saying, and no disintegrations. <laughs> and, like, huh? and your mind goes wandering like, what else does he do? What, is, what did this guy yeah, do? Yeah. And, and we certainly got to see a disintegration in this show already, which was yep. very exciting. Um, 
I so remember f- like my mouth like gape when it happened. Like just as like boom, <laughs> just like he was gone. The man yeah, disappeared. Yeah, he ju- he yeah just wasn't there anymore. <gasps> so wonderful. Uh, so from that standpoint, it's like, yeah, give me more Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I think my concern coming in was coming off the heels of Mandalorian. Yeah. Would it be? Just Mandalorian with a Boba Fett skin. Yes. Yeah. You know. And no child. No, and no Yeah, and no child to lend the emotional anchor. Yeah. I was I was wrong. I mean, we're only two episodes in. But Or not yes. even wrong. I didn't necessarily I didn't come in with a negative. Yeah, you just feeling. I was you excited were just kind about of it. Like, I was like your arms are Is this necessary? Is yeah. this show even sure. sure. It's going to be fun to watch. I'm always on that boat. Is this necessary? Like, because I, I know that I want it, but I'm like, does it need to be here? And is they're, it, they're, yeah, I think they're making, they're definitely making there's a strong case for it. Well, right. I mean, does it exist just to please some fanboys who get excited about the idea of the like killing yes. things? And it does that. Yes. Because I the was one of them. 100%. But, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But does it also have a deeper meaning beyond that? But, uh, we were talking about how like the music sounded like Tamara Morrison in particular, mm-hmm. who we've talked at length comes from the Maori culture in New Zealand, a proud warrior. I wonder uh, if they recorded his voice for it. That'd be cool. That would be cool. We'll look it up. Um, <laughs> we'll get back to you. When you Later. think if, if you've ever seen the Hakka dance and I'm sure you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you've seen it. It's a, a, a warrior dance from, Maori and uh, I do that dance Polynesian cultures and it's really really cool to to witness and incorporating all of that into Boba Fett and they started this in Mandalorian incorporating kind of some of those Maori isms into yeah. the character of Boba Fett was like oh my god this is cool yes well and it's uh kind of I think incorporating it a little bit into the Tuscan Raiders too like because they yes. even yes. like, the like Tus- you know yeah. going fast learning forwarding. about all these sort of different tribes within the mm-hmm. Tuscan Raiders too that was interesting which is and... also very Dune like as well yes yes um but uh but yeah and their little dance that they did at the end too was like but I think you in... know Tamara Morrison had a say in how that looked oh, and how course. it was performed yeah and... yeah um, Probably helped choreograph it. Yeah, no doubt. I'm. Uh... Oh, by the way, this episode today is brought to you by. No, <laughs> we. Uh, uh, this is a very fresh um, reaction. We just we, we just we just watched it. We finished two. it and then we started. This recording. is the first time that really so... we've ever done this. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. So these are the True. barest thoughts. These are very, very fresh. I mean, of course, we we saw episode one, obviously last, yeah, last week, yeah. but but uh, but we wanted to do a combined episode. So yeah, all the things you're hearing now, hello fresh, hello fresh. No. Use code hello fresh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not sponsored, but we. Oh, we'd I wish. Love that. Please come on. Hellofresh.com/slash. Sponsor us. But I, I'm I'm just really excited that this show wrapped its arms around. Tamara Morrison and let this guy be its heart and soul. And he's mm-hmm. such a formidable physical presence. But as an actor, like you got to see it a little bit with Django, mm-hmm. but like Boba goes through it. Yeah. Yeah. This is a brutal and it could have gotten a lot darker if they wanted to. Sure. Um and yeah. in some places I kinda wish they did. But uh just uh I was t- I was telling you, Daniel, earlier, I was reading a review. That oh. absolutely panned 
the first episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Said it's some of the worst television this You're person like, had ever really seen. Really the worst. Like I'm not gonna mention the author or the publication. It but was um me. they don't deserve our But uh they decided that Timur Morrison doesn't do anything. Like he's just <laughs> dour and and I was like, well, you need to get a bigger screen then because <laughs> what this man is doing, like with his eyes and his thighs. I- I'm just trans I'm I'm trans <laughs> <laughs> He's got thickums. <laughs> but I'm 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 transfixed by what's going on in this guy's head. Yeah. And he's uh, subtle, he's like he like uh he's reserved and then he like I don't know. Yeah, he's but like we've seen him unleash all of that power. Like he saves it. He goes those, crazy in the eyes. Nuts. Yep. And it's the, that it's it, there's there's so much power behind that that um uh you know yeah he just he 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 doesn't let it all out at the same time. He's very very smart, I think. And he's carrying as his those, economy of energy is yes, good. And those those back to tank flashbacks. Yeah. Represent like he's this kid suffered yeah big time he's been throw up and then you think about if you haven't watched clone wars you kind of get to see him come of age under cad bane's Mm -hmm. tutelage and then all the bounty hunters he ran with Mm -hmm. and how rough a life that was for him that's that that was a that was a definitely an expectation that i had and i really hope that that comes we to want fruition. Cad Bane. If not in the first season, at least at And some we point. want Matthew, Matthew McConaughey as Cad Bane. And if it doesn't <laughs> all right, happen, all right. we're out. We're out. Out. And then. Oh, I'm still in. But I really. The correct choice. The correct choices. Yes. Well, Matthew and then Mace Windu to still be alive so Boba can kill him. Yeah. <laughs> that would be <laughs> <That's> sick. <laughs> Listen, you know, like, there is a right and wrong way to do fan service and. I think Disney is starting to... Boba Fett decapitating Mace Windu is correct. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. That's it. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson, like, right before it happened, going, oh, what the... F-? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just... It's, yeah. <laughs> but think about, like, Django has the famous line, and then Boba echoes it in Mandalorian. I'm just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe. Mm-hmm. And that line now has just so much weight to it like it, yeah his bounty honey profession yes it's what his dad did but now we right. understand his dad was a full-blown mandalorian right yep. fought in the civil war yep. like these are warriors who um pick up bounty hunting as a means of survival mm-hmm. because their people are hunted to almost extinction yep Changes apparently there's everything a bunch you of think about him even even chasing down our dear han solo like that's just a job now right which is, for for years, when you're playing with your action figures in the sandbox, it's like, scary, evil Boba Fett and Han Solo. It's like, no, like, sad. It's very complicated. Traumatic. Sad, like, traumatized Boba Fett. Oh, my God. Speaking of, and I think that this is, I love this about the show now, since we got this a little bit of an episode two. There's a hint, hint of it in episode one, but definitely in episode two. Um, it feels like. Um, there's this 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 theme, and I feel like this is going to be like an arc that we're going to see, um, kind of maybe come to a close by the end of the season. Um, that he has sort of been struggling, like living in his father's shadow, and he's sort of like trying to break free of that and be his like own man. Maybe I don't know, because like I I I got like kind of hints of that in the first episode, but then the second is when he had his like 
his like spiritual guided journey lizard his lizard nose, nose. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. thing, <laughs> which was so unique and crazy and weird and i loved that shit but um but yeah there's the there's the vision that he has of the two trees there's like a a, young, a baby tree and a and a, and a yeah and a big tree and he gets like sort of like enwrapped by the 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 big tree and like he sort of like breaks the the branch yeah, it's and like he's going in and out of like thinking it's the the big tree the and sarlacc. the sarlacc yeah, yeah 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 and like but like also visions of of um his dad's mm-hmm. helmet and a great new shot of camino that yes. yeah with, uh logan um uh, i'm forgetting that kid actor's name oh, yeah, logan, where is he these um, days he, he's at every star wars con is he yeah Aww. every single one Oh, uh, missed it. And he voiced oh Daniel Logan, and he and he voiced Boba Fett in Clone Wars. Um, but like a great, it was done digitally, obviously. Yeah. But a shot of him watching Slave One take mm-hmm. off from so Kamino. Cool. That was a cool shot. Really they cool. Did a very good job. And a very interesting kind of dynamic there of like being kind of distraught that his dad is always leaving and yeah. not knowing if he's going to come back. And yeah. I mean, damn you, Obi Wan Kenobi and the Jedi! Like, yeah. leave them alone. They're yeah. just simple men. I'm, um, I'm, I'm very excited to see, like, yeah, I'm excited to see where how the where these flashbacks sort of like lead to, because assumedly we're it's gonna. I, it seems like they're that's gonna be the common theme through each episode. We're gonna get these yeah. flashbacks until we sort of meet up at some cathartic moment. Um, I love it. I think it's cool. It's a really neat way to tell the story agreed is there anything for you two so far in the first two episodes that you're kind of like i don't really, I don't really care, for care that. about that oh wait before just just because i thought i was like i mean i i am definitely very okay with this okay but we got oh god what are they called the like oh twilight the twilight oh my god we got we got a fucking hot ass Dude, Twi'lek, slave yeah. dancer man. Oh yes. my god, I am thrilled. You were happy about that. Yeah, good job. Good job, you did it. We all wanted it, especially Dino. Especially Dino. <laughs> I'm not. The yeah, one so here they gave sa- they gave you him, and then they gave the lesbians Jennifer Beals. Yes, so Jennifer Beals. The gays are. I, I had my happy time. We're happy with the cantina. We're, we're I had happy my in time the- in 1983 when it was. <laughs> Well, yeah, mine too. Ula, the, the, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. But, well, well, um, welcome to the club, Dan. I'm glad. I'm glad we got somebody. We yeah. finally yeah. got somebody for me. So now, as far as something that I don't like, I gotta really, I gotta pray about that because honestly, it's been pretty great so far. I'd say like the first episode, I was enthralled by it, uh-huh. and, and and mostly that that's due to. Both Tamara Morrison and then just seeing Boba Fett in armor is just yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just it won't ever not be cool. Mm-hmm. I was a little concerned that it didn't cover a, a ton of ground. Um, I got the I got the sense in the first episode. I was like, why does it feel like they're already running out of real estate here? Mm-hmm. Like I think I get the gist mm-hmm. already. In and like, episode two, well, took have- me and just kind of. Just, 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 just sit down. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. gonna be fine. <laughs> Episode one was a proof of concept, and also like Boba's back. Yeah, yeah. It got. You know what the equivalent is, and I don't mean this as a direct comparison. So if you get triggered by this, I'm not sorry because that's not what I'm trying <laughs> oh, to say. He's not sorry. Um, 
the episode two of Boba Fett was like The Last Jedi. Okay, interesting. In terms of like what it does with our understanding of Star Wars. Mm. Uh, Definitely not not just the... Boba Fett, but like the Tuscan Raider for yeah. civilization. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And yes. we think of them clubbing Luke and and torturing Shmi Skywalker. Yeah, right. That's, that's our lasting image of them. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much. Turns out that not all Tuscan Raiders are so bad. Well, turns out, you know, they have families and their land is and their land is yeah but everyone yeah, they, they, is they even um but they they really did they they went to not even not great lengths but like um like just with like one line they more or less explained the actions of the tuscan raiders and some of the previous well, films and, you know like and do you remember like the the uh the season premiere of uh, mando season two mm-hmm. when the, they're helping the tuscans fight the crate dragon yes right that was some of the most badass Star Wars I'd ever seen. It's like you, you, you've already started to reframe them. So I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a cool thing to do with a franchise that's been around for so long. Yeah. And I think you know, at least we can appreciate that being like, okay, here are these characters, and you know them like this. Why do you know them like this? And oh. w- because we are, you know, getting some flashbacky stuff. Flashbacky. Flashbacky. Right. I have a question. Yes. Yeah. And I might be really stupid, bad, stupid, it's bad. It's quite possible. Stupid Star Wars fan. Um, but Tuscan Raiders. Yes. We always see them how they are with, like, their their things and their wrappings and their... Yes. Mm-hmm. We've never seen one naked. Have we? One. We have. No, this this doesn't exist anymore. This was wiped away with the old uh, canon. Oh, okay. But there was uh, a Jedi who escaped the Purge. Oh. Who? So he's not really a Tuscan Raider, but. So you're a liar. Got it. <laughs> but he dons like the mask and everything, mm-hmm. all the things. And this guy turns out to, and he he becomes a Sith Lord. Oh. oh, and like, so a novel? What is this in? Well, this was this was um, a long-running series. I think it started in the late night, or maybe it was early two thousands. Series of books, uh, comics, comics. There was some books as well, and he becomes the Sith Lord Darth Crate. Oh, and he takes the Crate Dragon as the oh, as his kind of moniker. I need to look at him. Uh, I've heard that name, but this it then jumps like hundred fifty years in the future, and he forms a new. Empire. He's still and, alive, and he's hunting down the ancestors of Luke Skywalker. Dang! And, oh. But oh. he he was the one Tuscan Raider who had been demasked, unmasked. Oh, that mm-hmm. Asherad Het. So wait, now tell me again. Yeah. So so are Tuscan Raiders like they're tri- they're a tribe? They're tribes. They're many dis- tribes. Many yes. tribes. So I, I'm yeah. That's what I'm curious about is whether or not we're gonna get like are like are they a race of people? Are are they uh are they just like a, a, a hodgepodge of races of different beings? And uh, I would think of them, and this is just my opinion. Uh, I would think of them, especially after this episode, as either Native American, okay, with some Native American influences, sure. So different tribes, but yeah. of the same Indigenous race, people. of the same race, mm-hmm. or Bedouins from. The Arabian Desert, well, or or the you know the Dune people, right? Yeah, who, who are Bedouins, right? I mean, they're they're yeah. But we yeah. totally got freaking like so like um uh, like all of a sudden 
what is it? Is it Ardagachi? Is that is that the no, wait, what's it what's the word? Um of ha hey What <laughs> these are just violent <laughs> violent sounds. Dune what? No something in Dune or yeah, it's what he becomes, you know. The Fremen? No. Oh, oh the the um Gosh, I just read the book. Gosh, his name. The uh, the uh, the uh, yes, he becomes like like their god. Yeah, the Messiah. Right, right, right. It felt like we had that moment with Boba in this episode where he was like donning their 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 robes, and he which was a great explanation for the the Mwad Mwad Deep. There it is. Mwad Deep. What's what's the other? the other one is... It's, a, it's based on Hebrew. It's yes. A, and, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. The Hesser... Quizats Hatterock. There it Quizats is. Quizats Hatterock. Oh, Good Lord. Thank you. Sorry Thank to you our, our Sorry Hebrew-speaking friends. Everyone? Oh, my God. There's probably so many people yelling at yeah, their <laughs> radios well, right now. Uneducated oh, oh. heathens. <laughs> Um, yes but yeah so like the the tuscan raiders get a full native american bedouin Mm -hmm. uh which which these peoples have a history of being displaced right and fighting in major conflicts yeah and i was thinking of one in particular uh jumping around so this is episode two and the giant train the speeder train that's running through the desert which was neat that was a we we haven't really seen no. Like a speeder train like that no. in Star Wars yet, uh-uh. right? No, and it's being operated by the Pikes. Yeah. Who we've, since Solo, okay. we've been Ooh. introduced to this crime syndicate uh-huh. yep. as a rival of Crimson Dawn and Yepers. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're around. We're spice building. traders. Yeah. Pikes Which we probably scary. Yes. We were supposed to get a sequel to Solo, Solo. a long time Which ago. and it may probably... or may not still be coming. Right. So this this could be their, like... The, the Pikes like... have been in the Bounty Hunter Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Th- they're around. So they, this is, like, their chance to, to like, finally tell their story that they were going to tell them, potentially. Right. But so this armored speeder train that's running around the desert, it is a direct inspiration from, uh, if any of you have studied World War One before, so in the deserts of Arabia... The Ottomans, who fought with the Germans and the mm-hmm, Austrian mm-hmm. on on that team, uh, they they you built put all your these, clothes in there. Like 1914, 1915, built <laughs> <laughs> these, these giant Ottomans. <laughs> they attacked Enormous. with these giant Ottomans. Why would they do that? Desert Ottomans. But they built these <laughs> these giant armored trains with cannons on top of them and oh. ran put laid down tracks and ran them through the desert and Blue tried to exterminate. The Bedouins. Oh shit! Uh. And part of the, uh, not part of, much of the plot of like Lawrence of Arabia, is about the Bedouins fighting I still back. Seen that? Oh my Are god, really? Daniel! I know. Oh, that's your, I, I that's your assignment this week. Yeah, I don't shame people we often. Next. I know it's, and really I don't even care if you like it or not. You I know. No, I, it, I'm, yeah. I'm certain I'll like it. I'm um, certain I will. But that that was lovingly ripped mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. from that part of history. But also. And you had mentioned it a bit earlier, the Western aspect, a train robbery. It's a train. Yeah, heist. it was. Yes. If, uh, that... Three ten to Yuma. You and know, also it's like... Dune because they're moving the spice. The spice. Manage. Yeah, there was like straight up spice. Yeah. I mean, of course, that was also a, uh, they, they talked about the spice in. Um, oh, yeah, actually in, in Solo, right? In Solo. Solo but yeah. in, uh, and also again in uh, the last movie. Um, not Last Jedi, but. 
Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. There you go. Did they oh, mention oh, Poe was a spice yeah, runner? That's right. Pilot, Did they yeah. mention the spice also the spice. in Bad Batch? Am I they making that yeah. up? Yeah, because um, of the Pike. Because uh, the the uh, like the Sid stuff. The Sid. Oh, oh. The sisters ran spice for. Um, in the fin- fa- finale or the final season. Well, of that that Clone was Wars, that mean. was all, yeah, it was also Clone Wars. Yeah, Clone Wars. But I think that Spice is like mentioned in Bad Batch. Yes, I think because you're of, right. But because, yeah, and, yeah. and it's Pikes purely and... an economic thing. In yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars. It's not. We don't see a lot of people taking it. And taking it like, or yeah, or uh, or powering their ships with it. Like Dune, it sure. does everything. It does yes. all the things. Um, right. But uh, yeah, we're we're you getting. We're getting that CD underground. Yeah. They're, they've been laying the foundation for it for a while. And I don't know. This is where Star Wars feels like it needs to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we've. This is this is this feels new. This. Yeah. Like we're feels... not retreading. Like, no. yes, we are looking back. But there's nothing about Boba Fett in this series. It's like, oh, no. it's just Boba Fett doing stuff. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. I think um, I'm so excited to see these hut twins oh my god that was a hype Um, moment for me them coming around the corner i want to know how much of that was a puppet how heavy they were if were they like or if it was just like 100 percent cgi yeah i i don't know part of me thought it was a job it might be both some of it looks it probably is a combo more cgi than old jabba did yeah yeah just coming around the corner in that, that giant bed. Oh my god! And the, the back... poor, the poor people holding oh up. They were all just I like, know. Help! <laughs> well, and speaking of giant cameo, if if you're a fan of Star Wars comic books of late, there's a Wookiee bounty hunter. Yes, the bo- black, oh my god, uh, that badass Wookiee, Carantan. Dang, Kersantan. Terrifying. Kersantan. Yeah, Kersantan. that's it. Uh, uh, yeah, like a he's around in a lot of the comics he he popped in for maybe two dr afra comics that oh really I recently oh cool. read. yeah well because she's around all of this stuff too that's why i'm like waiting for maybe for her to show up because she deals with crimson dawn and the pikes like she yep. runs in all those in that yeah I mean, mm. we could very well see Kira. Yeah, Amelia Clark's character. I mean, that wouldn't that be nice for her? <laughs> she, I mean, she's, nice. she yes. has to be running Crimson Dawn she now. She is. She easily sequel. is. No, I. Yeah, I want that. She's a big old part in the. Do you know who else we could could see? I mean, we could. I mean, it's possible. It's possible for a thing on the pumpkin. Um, we could see. Wait. Yeah, we could. We could see. Get um, to it. We could see Han Solo. It's you know, it, it's it's certainly possible. Yeah, yeah. So what what was interesting about the expanded universe, Boba Fett, was his obsession with Han Solo mm-hmm. after the Sarlacc mess and yeah. hunting him for like twenty five years uh-huh. into the future. What? And then if? they have kind of a cathartic moment where Boba Fett helps. Han's children, yeah, get out of a couple jams, and then they le- let bygones be bygones. Oh God, so if? like, but that was Boba Fett's identity. There, we I, knew. Oof, I, I, I wonder really if they're gonna my expectations because that would be so neat. What well, would be neat, but also I wonder if they're just going an opposite. Like Han yeah. Solo was yeah, dealing was, with was a, a job. Yeah, and that it didn't. It would be much, matter as much as we yeah. thought. It would be much easier for the production team and everybody involved. If it was just like a, a cute little like, you know, he stops by to pick something up on tattooing and pieces out or I don't know what the hell. But 
Um, but he could easily, because he is around, and he is, um, he got, like, after, I don't know how long after, but got more involved with, like, um, shipping drugs and doing bad things again, right? Like Yeah, well, when he and Leia hit a rough patch at some point. Yes. Yeah. He got which, back which into Which I don't believe the... has happened yet, but, like, he... Maybe. He, uh... Well, yeah, because it happened. It happened after, after ben, he had... is, ben is born, right? So right. we're still a ways off. From yeah, that. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, more interesting, but not unrelated. Mm-hmm. There definitely is the possibility all those bounty hunters he ran with or competed against to find sure. solo are around. Ig eighty eight. Yep. Bosk. Uh huh. The There's definitely hints of that. Uh, they look so cool too. Dengar, like. These guys are that that would be epic. It would be very yeah. epic. There's a smackdown of Cad Bane and all those guys. I oh think I would God. like. I think I would like that more than them bringing Han Solo. Like yeah. there's, there's no relationship in the movies. Like also, that... I think once they start, if they like, you're like, oh, Mandalorian got Luke, and then this show gets Han. You know, it starts to become the galaxy like a... is tiny. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, let's right, let's right. let's let's uh, focus yeah. on other. Stuff. I mean, I wouldn't be angry, but no. I would start to. But it, I think you you're right. It could start cheapening the the you know, I mean, the, um, Luke's arrival. If you had told me that they were gonna do that, I might have been like, oh no, don't do that. But when it happened, well, because I think I you think we even talked about it. We were like, oh that. That we feel that feels like the obvious choice. Like, yeah, but then, it's, it's but then it went. Oh but God. then when it happened, it really, it devastated me. Really got all. It was three the of only us. choice. Woo! It was the only. We were like, no. okay, so sorry, so, so sorry, we said that idiots. earlier. I, I, yeah, I, I can. I think it's good to like curb your 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 um, expectations and to be like, nah, that wouldn't happen. And also, if it did, that'd be stupid because when it does happen, it'll be great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that being said. Please, Cad Bane. Please. Oh my God! Please, Cad Bane. Please, Cad Bane. Fuck. Just because, I mean, even if it's not Matthew McConaughey, no, seeing I mean, live action Cad Bane would be really sick. That'd be so awesome. I'm sure. Tr- I'm curious how they would do it, like, cause like he he is kind of like a di- he's like obviously a humanoid, but like still kind of different shape. Like, like, well, he's a dur- like they're called duros, mm-hmm. and they're they're blue skinned, orange eyed, and they can do it with like prosthetics and stuff. Though, you think that you mean sure. you think that... that they would correct like the actual physical like body? Is well, that yeah, what you're you, like you have to be like a super skinny guy. Well, you could do kind of like what they did with Ray Fiennes as Voldemort, where oh, like yeah. you just smooth oh. over the hard yeah, yeah, yeah. edges with CGI, sure. and the rest is makeup. Sure, like they sure. remove his nose with. CGI, yeah, 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 but I approve of that. Mm-hmm. And I'll so, do it. Like you have the same questions about Thrawn. It's like, yes, are, are you gonna actually let his eyes kind of glow red, or are you going to take a liberty and like give him like eyes? Yeah, because yeah. some, some things might yeah. not translate from the pages of a uh-huh. graphic novel, but or the the cartoons. Yes, but yeah, no, Cad Bane with that. Please, that, Cad Bane. That, 15 please, gallon hats. Yes. I just see it I just see it working so well in this series. Like I want that. Even from the two episodes that we've gotten so far, it just feels like it would just be like Yeah. Well, and we're, and we're going to get to it soon, but there's uh Why not now, do you know? The uh the Godfather element of this. Uh-huh. That that was that's what was hinted in the trailer and it's like, "Oh, we're getting Godfather in space." Yeah. And that's still coming, but him having to navigate Tatooine politics and 
the mayor and the mayor and the huts. played by Robert Rodriguez. The and these the are mayor. cousins. Yes, the these hut. are Jabba's cousins. Yes. yes, who we haven't seen yet. No. Right? These are brand new. We characters. don't even have names on them yet. I mean, we do. Yeah. We did know that the huts had like he or the hut. Jabba the Hutt had family. We did, yeah, we well, already, and, yes, yes, and yes. Phantom Menace, he's hanging out with Gardula. And, right. Um, and in Clone Wars, we see... We see plenty of huts. Yeah, so... And, and they talk about... Not a reach. Hut space a little bit in this episode, like hut territory. They have their own corner of the galaxy and... Um, Ooh, I loved the, like, their version of, like, a scroll, you know? Here he oh, here, like, yes. the thing that folded out and was, yeah. like, the hologram shit. That was cool. I like that prop. So the tur- the turf war aspect is going to be really cool to yeah to dig into I think and um, I think maybe to go back to a question you asked at the beginning like what maybe I I haven't liked so much mm-hmm. thus far and I'm okay with it for the moment is is Fennec oh uh huh they she they have she's she's very she underutilized feels, so far yeah she just feels like a like a sort of like a bodyguard right well yeah now. i mean she is i know she is but she's so like, much more she's, than that yeah because like especially like in mando and stuff like they're partners right you know i mean yes this is called the boba fett show so we should expect well, it and, to and like not i see really... them as equals in this but like the, there's just not a ton of fleshing out of of her yeah well, hopefully and, um, we ass- hopefully we get more of her because i love her i would assume so. i would assume that we're gonna get more of her but i'm curious if it's gonna be in the show or for their reserving that for mm. maybe something else i mean this would be a perfect opportunity but the fact that it is called the book of boba fett like i'm sure they're kind of like like let's give it all all the resources of the show yeah. to this one guy her, um do you do you follow ming Wen on instagram no do I, I, don't. You? I don't know if i do um she's been posting like the cutest things ever oh, she I bet. like the day that the show came out she posted like you know, like the opening credits or whatever, just like on her Instagram. And she was like, I'm watching it by myself. I won't let my family or anything watch it with me. She's like, I'm so nervous. I was like, gosh, she's so cute. That's adorable. Yeah, she was like, I got to watch it the first time by myself. And then then I'll uh, let my family watch it with me. She's great. She's so good. She's really great. And I didn't like, so... I think that, uh, like, piggybacking on what you said, it's not that we're like, oh, she's, you know, she could be doing so much better. It's just that we we love her so much that we want, want her to be her utilized to be... more. Yes. Yeah. And to, yeah, I mean, we got to see, like, you know, some cool some cool fight scene in, the, like, the first, like, oh, my God, the random, like, like Tatooine parkour, <laughs> which was really yes, cool. Yes, that was cool. And that, that was a big set. No, I mean, at least they made it, it look was. really big, but it, it, I, I think it was big. Like yeah, that, really, big. that really like interesting, like fish eye, like angle that they were giving us yep. from the rooftops. And all I could think of as they were like jumping to and from rooftops is how dope it would be. Disneyland. Are you listening? Uh, if you would no, actually do something at Galaxy's Edge. They're not going to do that. They're not because. Those buildings and everything are built. Why for is that. Boba Fett not so walking cool. around Galaxy's Edge? I he don't he will know. be. He will be soon. He will be soon. Is it's, that is that like a? Well, yeah, planet. because he's because they're. Oh, because of this. Yeah. Yeah. You. I mean, what I means like? Do you know that? Uh, I don't know. No, oh, but okay. I just I, 
yeah it's it would happen. be very weird if it like i get why i get why ray and kylo ren are there i mean because yeah. no it's gonna happen because that. like over at dca they've got all of the eternals they've got right yeah all of them oh my gosh wow that's a lot yeah, of people they've got all like the new characters they've got like but you some know. of them are gay <laughs> how could they have them there oh my in god in front of the children no the children i don't know why that surprises me a little bit not to get on a tangent but the eternals kind of seem like the least identifiable by kids at this point well yeah i would agree with that and, then, like, and maybe it was just for maybe it was just for yeah. like a limited time could be well and the also movie was still in theaters it's like, about to be out of theaters right well, it's about to be on Disney Plus, like, any yep. second. Yeah. I'd be so. curious, too, like, like you know, yeah. I mean, I know that, like, Avengers Campus is, like, sort of t- – this is – we're, we're going to go down this tangent. But Avengers Campus, like, is sort of, like, in the multiverse. Yeah. So it, like, exists not within the universe Yeah, because they've know. got President Loki and, like, yeah. they've got – Yeah. So they're, you know – but, like, in the universe that we know, the Eternals are kind of, like, sort of taking a back seat and, like, not – making themselves super known right to the world so them being an avengers campus taking pictures with people seems very out of character but like yeah I it's guess weird that's sort but of... i mean i also think that like they did themselves a huge disservice by setting galaxy's edge by putting Batu yeah. in the time line that they put it yeah in. yeah this has been like, like i think i think are you pretty kidding much why single... on earth why on earth not Put it in a broader time so you can have Luke and Han and Leia and Darth Vader. Like, and if you honestly, if anyways, you, we can, we could go on about this. For yeah, a long time, but... it would be, it would be a fairly easy thing to retcon, and I don't think anybody would care. I don't either. I think that people would be like, okay, great, now we can see those characters keep the, here. Keep the rides the same. Sure, sure, that's, that's fine. fine. That's yeah. fine. But like the stuff around the park. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well. Oh, Book of Boba Fett. Right. Right. Are you listening? Bubba Fett, Bubba Fett. Listening, Disney. Are you listening, Walt Iger? Uh, Walt Iger, well, JPEG. Speaking of the sets, you talked about the parkour on the sets. Oh, my God. So cool. Like, getting to see Jabba's palace from every angle. And yeah. The, mm-hmm. How opulent it is in all the different rooms. And and how big yeah. um, Mo's um, Espa. Espa is. Also interesting that this is the first time we've been back to Moss Espa since uh, Attack of the Clones. Right? Yeah. Because Mos Eisley is the city from that's the, the original city. trilogy. Mm-hmm. That's what you think of the cantina, all of that. That's Mos Eisley. This is where the pod races were held. Like, this yes. is the big, 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 big city. Place. Um, so it's cool to have that context. And then the the use of the Rancor pit to... So great. That was great. I, okay, so... There was, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you guys probably went there too, but, like, do you guys... Were you thinking that, like, the the baby rancor that we saw in um what's that show called that we just bad batch the bad batch was gonna show up oh i didn't even i, I didn't even go there but that would be funny that and would cool. be fun i mean I, or maybe, I guess it's possible that he still could or her she could still i, I can't what was that baby I, what was that rancor called i don't I remember i just didn't care it name. <laughs> it was so cute we were <laughs> pretty <laughs> tired <laughs> we were pretty tired from bad batch at uh, that we, point <laughs> we were pretty tired well, it wasn't even that it was like just get to it like get to the Get, get to the Bad boy. Batch part. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, they only did in like about three episodes. Right. So, so you could have, yeah. Anyway, Anyhow. I um uh yeah, but I I you, now that we're like second second uh what do you call it second episode in? I don't think we're gonna see what's her face. 
Omega. Omega. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, we don't. Like we we have a guess as to what their relationship is, but yeah, they wouldn't know each other. Like no, it would be a it would be it'd a, be a bit of a stretch, it would, and it would be a lot to explain. And what? Well, yeah, maybe, it wouldn't like, mean anything episode. to to somebody who didn't watch Bad Batch, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not, like, so they they would have to literally explain I mean, everything. Yeah, I, it would it would matter as like oh, his genetic sister, cool, <laughs> neato. Like I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is another case of we say that and then we'll see it. Yeah, and then we're like, ah! <laughs> oh my god, he's, no. he's family now. He thought he didn't have family, but now we do. Well, and that's an interesting thing. So, what is what will Boba's journey look like here? Is it Boba journey? Boba, Boba, Boba. Is it a search for uh, renewed meaning? Because he even says when he shows up at the mayor's office yeah. after the mayor. Seemingly tries to have him killed, but because he says he's hunt. not. But he a, says I'm not a bounty hunter, and everyone's right. like, "Well, okay." Mm. But he's mm-hmm. working really hard to shed that mantle. Yeah, yeah. I think again, I think that's part of the uh, the 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 visualization of him like breaking breaking free out of, the of branches, his you know out of I mean? his dad's like shadow. shadow. Yeah, I think that that's that's the arc. I think, and, but uh, is there a yearning for? purpose uh, purpose and relationships and maybe yeah humanity which i can't i can't even believe we're having this discussion well, about boba Fett. i know right? i know it's kind but of trippy I, I i don't i don't see there ever being like a love interest not even that just that doesn't feel just, right but who knows just I guess, like but... story arc or character arc in general yeah, yeah companionship uh, yeah. and that seems that right of... because yeah because like in this you know episode two with the tuscan raiders like he could very easily have, you know, when he said, like, let me let me go and help you so that we can mm-hmm. stop the train. He could have just, like, pieced out. Totally. But he kind of is, has become this, like, you know, pseudo member of this community now. Mm-hmm. And they've taken him in and cared for him. And, yeah, I think there's – that's that's interesting that the I, – I, I would like it if they went on that sort of, like – family arc i i think so i'm just you just kind of inspired me because like if they are indeed going super deeper into the their dune roots um and they're having like problems with these like factions of like bad people i can absolutely see like this episode specifically as like a a preview of what's to come like that we could see like an army of tuscan raiders yeah which would be very cool and loud yeah <laughs> it's just uh we talked about it earlier the reconciling with them of the bad stuff we saw yeah. them do yeah yeah they definitely um like killed anakin's Mara. you helped create darth vader yeah yeah, I mean, really. But I think like there's a misunderstanding. Th- yeah, and so that that makes sense. That a tragic we're putting, misunderstanding. We're putting them with Boba. A tragic yeah. because case. tragic case because it's it's tragic. Mm-hmm. I mean, all that we know of his like backstory so far is tragic. Right. So what? Well, and it's it's towards the end of episode two when he's sitting there in front of the pikes and delivers some of the, the best lines in the show thus far about. Mm-hmm. You ran. They their ancestors laid claim to these lands, and yeah. you will not pass through here again without paying them a, a toll. And I was like, "Bitch, Ooh. that's it. He did it. Yeah, that's what you call reparations." And and what we learned about Tatooine through that, like 
mm-hmm. the Dune Sea mm-hmm. was a sea. Right. Like, of course, but of course. we've never really uh, thought about that and that their ancestors lived to see it not be one anymore, mm-hmm. which is an interesting. And it's called the Dune Sea. Oh. The spice, the spice. So, yeah, I mean, between Boba Fett and the Tusken Raider, I can't believe we're talking, having any sort of substantive <laughs> conversation about either of them. Truly. If you went back in time, my God, like, yeah, and if we were just, like, spitballing, like, what if this... Like, oh my god! I mean, so many of the things that we've gotten in the last couple of years are it, that. I, yeah, if someone were to say, "There's going to be like a little baby version of Yoda," <laughs> shut up, nerd! Like, like I mean, <laughs> and, and like I want to see that, but like, okay. And yeah. the world will will bend, join hands, and on bended knee <laughs> worship this as oh my god, the savior yeah. of the pandemic, literally, yeah. truly. Oh, I miss. I've never I miss seen him so much. I've never seen people of all stripes be so united in the cause of something's protection. United in Grogu. As, yeah, yeah. You throw down for that child. That that oh. imaginary, not real child puppet mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the power of puppetry. I hope we see Grogu again. Oh, we, will. we will. We will because they, they need to sell toys. Well, yeah, they, they that's make easy as that. Honey. Yeah. Um, the not only show, thing that I didn't like was the lizard going up the nose. Oh, so well. I didn't care for that. I thought that was, well, you, I thought well, it, I know you're not really into like graphic stuff. No, it it's just, because of that or just because it was weird and like, well, I just didn't like, I'm never going to be able to unsee that. Yeah. So anytime I see a lizard now, I'm going to think about it. It was going pretty graphic. A hallucinogenic lizard. I I'm mean, obsessed. And also like a, like a, well, I, like I, a Star Wars like acid trip moment, like we've never seen that. It was like that a, was Dune. Well, that was very Dune. That was very Dune. But there was yeah. two. There was two things that happened, and I like I'll have to watch it again. But it looked like they blew like the spice they and did. the lizard falls and yeah. then the lizard yes. went in. So it's like a two a one two, two punch kind mm-hmm. of a situation, and I'm not sure. I think that the obviously the spice has probably got some sort of hypnotic thing, but like the the goes in the lizard goes and maybe connects with his brain or or like just the lizard has like some kind of poisonous like you know secretions yeah. that makes him you know kind of like you know where the, <laughs> the the it's the same thing as like licking the back of a frog you know like the yes that whole thing um you know that whole thing <laughs> you know the licking the back of the frog I yeah, I just um, I there's a lot of little lizards that like to hang out on my my, my my porch, and now I'm just always well. Now they're gonna about, lead you to your destiny. They are. Or, or I'm gonna have to an shove acid one up trip. Your face. You're gonna come back to gonna get your... my branch and make exactly. my Tuscan Raider <laughs> staff. The gaff, the stick. Your wife is like, what, what? What's the stick for, hun? <laughs> Spiky black. And Alyssa's stick. just, babe. <laughs> oh my god your dog is gonna be so upset oh dundee would not care for that no but he'll be happy about the stick he would he would yeah little turd how about how about comedic boba fett yeah that'd be yep. interesting we we well, well we, we got like a little bit that's of that what I'm saying. Yeah. it's like him on the speeder bikes teaching them how to ride <laughs> quote-unquote horses it like it's very cute that's what it is it's just the the western trope of i will teach you and then we will go forth and do. That. Yeah, we yeah. got a you very have it in, in Mando as well. Yes, and they're writing the blurgs and, mm-hmm. but just teaching him how to ride these speed. I, I, it was. 
Yeah, there, we got it. We got like several it like feels so semi montages. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and some people hear that and go, "Oh, it's oh, like no. Luke milking that giant creature," or, <laughs> but or the I don't sacred know. Jedi texts. And the, I feel like there's always like some level of, uh, you know, like it can't all be fucking serious. That's like, no, yeah, no. It's you got it. It's gotta, just a welcome surprise. It's, yeah, and it's it's jarring when you first see it. It's like, wait, it's jar jarring. It's jar jarring. Uh, <laughs> Misa Usa Boba Fett. <laughs> Jar Jar was jarring. No, Jar Jar's a, a, a literal clown on Naboo at this time. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That's that. That's canon. It, it's I. That's not a joke. Right. That is actual. It's not canon. a joke. What was that from again? Uh, the aftermath. That's which, right. Which also introduced Cobb Vanth wearing Boba Fett's armor. Right. It's the same book. Right. So maybe we'll see Clown Jar Jar oh atoning God. for his sins. Oh, oh please, God. fingers crossed, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. How sad. Like, he, he effed up. But yeah, but like to see that in live action, that would be fucking sad. Oh, we're, they're yeah. they're on a, like a reframing kick right now. Like yeah. That's, we're going to – that would be an interesting question to pose you guys listening or watching. Uh-huh. What what thing from Star Wars thus far, it could be from any of the trilogies, mm-hmm. any of the shows, would you like to see in a different light? Or would you like to Jar see Jar more Banks. of? Like, akin, some, some, something so far out there, like Jar Jar Binks, but a dramatic, yeah. a dramatization of... <laughs> Poor Jar Jar. His, his epic fall from grace giving Emperor Palpatine oh the God. keys to the galaxy. Could you imagine how... <laughs> Fucking sad that would be. You got all the Jedi killed. Congrats. Um, also, um, I mean, I think I said this before, but like, not. I don't know. No, I wouldn't want to see a dramatic. I would like to see like a. Uh, I would want to see a comedy, mm-hmm. a sitcom with um, Bubba Freak. Bubba oh yes, Frick. Bubba Freak. Yeah. Yes, that would be good. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> That's the new laugh track. Yeah. Hey! Just the fucking best. <laughs> is he? He really is. You know what else we've learned? Yes. Uh, over the course of these series and some of the recent animated shows, the Jawas are the ones who are bad. Yeah. They are very bad. How about that? Like, the Tuscan-Jawa dynamic? The mm-hmm. Jawas are the... They're, the awful ones. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. So like, they'll strip you bare before well, you even, and didn't even realize it. Like yeah. left him there for dead because like they took his stuff and then just left. They they knew he was still alive. Yeah. They just like they poked just him and took yeah. all of his stuff. They're awful. I mean, truthfully, yeah. they may know who he was. I don't think so. Maybe he's some think? guy who was just like. Yeah, I don't feel like they knew. Probably not. Bunch of dicks. Bunch of dicks. But yeah, they left him. They left him for dead, and um, and they. I mean, they try to cheat. Uncle Owen and Luke out of a working droid. Yeah, they did do that. They've been jerks since the beginning. Yeah. But but their voices are so cute. They are cute. They didn't say Houdini once. Houdini. Yeah, they didn't say it. I was was waiting for it. But I guess you can't. Yeah, you can't like. We get it. Yeah, you can't do it every time. No, we get it. Yeah. No, no. Houdini. Um, Have we learned any Tusken Raider sign language? Sign language yet? Do we know like how to say uh, things yet? Stop. No. Yeah. There you go. Something about hide, right? Like. I you, really. You when like, did they introduce 
sign? It was Mando. Mando. Season two. Oh, that was such a cool love, idea. That was love, love, love the sign language. Giving them the ability to communicate beyond that awful sound. That 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 changes just, everything. That, we need that. That, that was a humanization. That. Yeah. That, that alone. And then, and then seeing them with their kids, their children, and right? Like, like, yeah. Okay, I buy these people. That might be another arc that we see in this too, actually. Um, like sort of the like faux father son um arc, you know, because he has like this this sort of really interesting relationship with his child. Um, oh, when he was carrying the child to the like the 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 funeral oh, fire, like gosh. I thought it was that kid, and I was like, no, I got so scared and sad, but thankfully it was. Some Another other one. Stupid kid. <laughs> I didn't care about that I don't kid. Give a shit about that kid. Die. No, but like, so yeah, I'm curious if whether or not, like, you know, because it, it feels like we've gotten sort of a, uh, like, a little taste of it. I don't know if that's gonna be like the overarching arc, but um, uh, we might get a little bit of that, like him, because he he's never had that. Right. Like he was. He had a father, but he was—he's never fathered somebody else before. Well, and that's another thing he has to grapple with, like uh, what his role in causing suffering is. Because mm. everywhere Boba Fett goes, mm-hmm. someone's dead. Yeah, yeah. And what be it his fault or not, or by his hand or not? So that's super interesting. And then, uh, but he gave it, the Dunes back to their people. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That that, in and of itself, kind of makes him a legend. Yeah, even though nobody yeah. will ever know about it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. But also the aspect of. His... Oh, when he let the um uh when they in the first episode when they killed that like, um, four six oh, the, six legged the monster the, oh yeah four arms two legged monster Desert my monster. god that looks yeah. something like out of Greek mythology yeah yes that cool that's that a cool. new god. that's a new Star Wars monster Star Wars a lot creature. of people think it looks like um the Kraken yeah in, oh. um Clash of the Titans yeah, yeah. a little bit it, it looks like something out of Clash of the there's Titans. a little bit of like a little bit of Godzilla in there too um yeah scary. really well animated yeah yes. very cool yeah um, that was good and um. Uh, well, a few things, but uh, the first of all, the fact that he like choked him out like fucking Princess Leia, like he's like, I learned yeah. some things. I know how to do. I know how to choke a lizard. Um, <laughs> That's not a euphemism. <laughs> I took a lizard choking class uh, once. I know how to do that. Go um, back and choke the lizard. <laughs> he he. Uh, but when they came back to the camp like he let the kid like have all of the the, the, the glory yeah and, and he, like, the held elder the, head the and... elder knew yeah he's like uh, i know and hands it uh, how that episode closed and he hands him the like the the desert coconut yeah i get chills about it it's so cool it was that was neat very cool like, yeah okay you can stay hey <laughs> <laughs> but uh and one, I, I love the little interaction when they're they're digging for those little desert coconuts, and yeah. he looks over at the dog, and he's like, "No hard feelings, mate." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Okay, whatever." Oh wow! Very good. Very good. I, yeah. I love the that, like that line he has that you heard in all the promotional material. I I intend to lead with respect. Mm-hmm. You see that in every aspect of his mm-hmm. character. Yeah. Like he's ruthless, but he's what I am nice. wondering about yes. is because he's really heavily relying on the Bacta tank. Sure, 
Like it feels yeah, like he loses any, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Whenever he's like down, he's like, get me to the take now. You right. know, I'm like, what's going to happen when they're like n- not able to get him in We're there? Taking your back to take away. I mean, on the one hand, we've seen him in Mandalorian. So like yeah. five years on, he's seemingly less reliant on it. Well, yeah, but, that's oh, true. The ba- that's true. Take time is 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 present, quote unquote, like, you know, or at least post Mando. No, it's not. Isn't it? Uh, no. No, no, the back to tank is like right after Return of the Jedi. Mm. That's him like moving in. Because remember, you see the scene in the first episode where Fennec walks in. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, no, 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 it is. It is. No, no, no. No, because he has now, now he has his his armor, which is post season two post Mando. Mando. Wait, why am I thinking? Oh, you're, you're so right. Yeah, you're I'm, just you're mixing up the flashbacks. You are absolutely you're right. I'm, I'm, I'm getting all over the place. No, it's okay. You're absolutely but right. But you're right, because we are seeing he both. Show, he shows up. Right after. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, but, yeah, but so I just, that was something I, I, that I was thinking about. Like, he's really reliant on that. So that's going to be yes. possibly an interesting. Yeah, I wonder. Yes, you are totally right. I don't know why I was making that. That's no, okay. It's okay. It's a, we're, it's, it's, we're flashing forward and back like a million confusing. times per episode. Yeah, yeah, no. In that case, yes. Yikes. Um, he, he needs it to do anything well so yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's why over i'm curious about whether or not it's something that uh that the more he uses it like the better he'll get and he won't need it anymore or if it's something that he's gonna have to rely on yeah yeah that well a curious thing and i guess he's been using it because the, i don't know why when i think about that scene in particular um i i assumed it was to heal from the sarlacc yeah yeah, but but now thinking, well, he's definitely like, getting like a lot more color again. We're five years like, on. He was like a like a ghost. He looks like so white, and that's it's... reframed five years on. He's been using it for five freaking yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah. or he's needed that kind of technology. Sure, or he's just now getting it. He might be just getting it. Yeah, yeah, could be. potentially. I, I, um, yeah, very curious. I had another question I was going to ask, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, I do yeah. like that he's vulnerable. Yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. That that that, oh. that helps in the narrative of like this isn't just kick ass Boba Fett. Yeah, there's there's so this there's is my question I wanted to there. pose is that you know, I guess we we've um we learned from the Mandalorian that he has like he has the code like a code that he sticks by. So yep. he's not like I'm not all bad. I just like work for bad people kind of situation. Yes. So um, like I guess. he's done a lot of really bad things. So I think is, is this show going to be like that? Is that part of the arc is him sort of like atoning for a lot of the really bad shit that he's done or does he really not care? You know, you know, I I would say my hope is that we don't end up seeing him necessarily as a good guy. Right. It still remains somewhere in this Gray. gray area. Do you, oh, do you think that maybe we'll see him, like, do some spooky things? I would this? hope so. Yeah? I think so. I mean, I think, it's like... It's not all going to be roses and Even though we tales. know they're kind of shady people. I mean, he, like, he wanted to kill the, the Hut twins. Sure. And, and Like, right then. And Mandalorians... But we all want him to do it, too. Yeah. Really? Mandalorians <laughs> in general, like, they do earn their reputation of being... You know, Moff Gideon calls them savages. They're not that. Sure. But... They earn a reputation for being pretty brutal people. Yeah, and I yeah. think of, like, if you uh, think of humanity, like the, the Spartans of ancient Greece. Like, mm. they're... Yeah. Yikes. 
Like, mm-hmm. eat your young, kind of. Not literally, but maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe. But just harsh. Uh-huh. And and not so clearly not sociopathic because we see Boba have compassion. But, yeah, not caring. Right. It's like, that was a job. Like, I don't. I, had, I, I did. I that did what had. I, I did what had to be I'm done. I'm alive, and if so, I, you know, it was yeah. me or him. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that I think so. So everything he does is sort of a means to an end. So, like, like for instance, him being kind to the Tuscan Raiders is that inevitably a a uh, um indicative of his good, like his actual good nature. Or is that a means to an end because he knows that in order to get what he wants and where he needs to be, he needs to like, because he's basically like, I have to reinvent the wheel now because I don't have my armor and I, I need these Tuscan Raiders to sort of teach me their way so I can survive this, this horrible desert. And then once they give me what I need, then I'm going to move on and fuck them all, basically. I also wonder why he I... never... Because we don't know how that what what that where no that we don't know where this no yeah, and, and because it's five years, I imagine we'll get to the explanation eventually. But like when he figures out Cobb Vanth is the one running around with his armor, yeah, and why he doesn't do anything about it uh-huh. until right he does until when he does well and he really, and, he does where is though. slave one is it still parked at Jabba's palace yeah like, right right oh yeah because right. think about it like when we when we see Boba in Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. He's wearing his Tuscan guard. Like, he's out in the desert. He's been living in the desert. Right. Yep. So, w- is the ship still parked there? Assumedly. Does, or does does he go... Does oh. he find it? Someone steal it? Well... While mm. he was... He's... he's. I mean, he may not... That that might be part of the thing. I think that maybe he goes to fuck up the, the, the Jawas because they were... You know, he knows that they stole all his shit. And they're like, oh, because that'll be his first clue. He's like, I need to get yeah. my things. He goes to the Jawas, kicks their ass... And then probably gets his shit back then, but he doesn't find his armor. But like maybe gets a, you know, he gets tipped off. Or a or rival, something. yeah, a rival yeah. bounty hunter took the, the mm-hmm. ship or something. Yeah, oh, that's an interesting. Mm-hmm. I would like to see that because I like the sounds that ship makes. That sounds interesting. Yes. That sounds like a cool, that sounds like cool a season shit. two kind of thing potentially. Possibly, yeah. If if we don't get one of those giant sonic grenade, yes, sound effects. Bang! Which they had them in the trailer, so it's like we're gonna see it. At we got, yeah, we gotta get one. Assumedly, it's all we want. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the best part, the best part of the prequels. His ship actually <laughs> yes, says pew pew so pew. Cool. His ship it does. literally says pew 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 and has the best explosion sound. In the it's such <laughs> a kaboom. Yes. Very, it's very very dope. very cool. So the, that's generally the first generally two episodes. Yeah, so I, I think as you can tell, we. Uh, we hated we it. I sort of liked it, I guess. Ambivalent. Ambivalent. I could care less. I don't really care Whatever. about next week. I might as well stop. <laughs> no, it's cool. We like it. Yes. We like it. Yeah. All right. Now what? I guess. Uh... Now we dance. Hi. <laughs> 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 you know, some nerd has already made one. A dance remake. Oh, I have dubstep. So. Oh, I got to look it up. If it exists. It's I a TikTok will... idea. If it exists, I will listen to it on my run. Yeah. That music uh, slaps. As the it kids slaps. say. It slaps. It's a bop. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the 
They a, understood the assignment. No, it is a banger. Ludwig Göransson understood the assignment <laughs> <laughs> to make music. Yeah, that was his literal literal job. assignment. Was his job. Just paid gr- yeah. a lot of money. But again, thank you, Pat Oswalt. Thank you so much for, yep. for <laughs> right. giving us. He didn't write that monologue. That's what he, I'm saying. That episode did. of Parks and Rec. CNN he didn't took write that it. And just ran with it, didn't they? <laughs> they certainly oh, did. Dear. But I mean, he it probably did. was like in his a stand-up bit of his, and then the writers at Parks and Rec liked probably. it so much. Well, so and Pat Oswalt yeah. is the is a giant nerd, so yeah. he absolutely Huge. read that graphic novel. Yeah, it didn't come from nowhere. Hundred. Yeah. yeah, he's been thinking about Boba Fett surviving for his entire adult yeah. life, like yeah. the rest of us, like the rest of us. Exactly. And here we are. We're living in a time where we get Adult. to actually <sighs> We're adults. I like see that happen. Universe. Wow. All right, cool. Well, uh, I guess that's it then. Thanks for listening or watching if you watch it. You're watching us. What the hell? Uh, this is Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. Oh. I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Dino Nicandros. May the force be with you. Always. See ya. Tauntaun podcast. Please like and subscribe.